Welcome to Clover's Virtual Dance Studio Podcast, the show where we talk about everything and anything dance. And now, here's your host, Deanna Clover. It's that time of year, the time for recital preparation. I am so creative, so I love recital time, especially when the recital has a theme. I just love coming up with themes and ideas for the recital. I know some studios do and some don't uh, have themes, and that's okay. Obviously, uh, that's totally your prerogative as a business owner. But I feel that as a choreographer and as a parent, it's so much more fun when there's a theme. So some benefits of having a theme is that you can explore music that maybe you would have never picked <laughs> by having a theme. It just makes it so much easier to market your recital t-shirt or whatever items you're going to sell during your recital. Um, and, you know, it's always different. So yeah, um, you can even do an actual storyline when the whole recital actually is telling a story. You can get really creative with your program. And if you choose to have a storyline, you can include it in the program for everyone to follow. And it just makes it feel more like a show instead of just dance after dance after dance. Um, so sorry, the reason that I did laugh about coming up with music that you would maybe never use, uh, I'll give you an example. So one studio I worked at, um, one year, the, the theme was occupation. So the theme of the recital was occupations. And, uh, one of my classes, I actually chose waste management or also known as a garbage man or woman or garbage person. <laughs> anyway, uh, I know off when you first hear it, you're like, what, what are you thinking? But I found the cutest song called garbage truck. Um, and it went like garbage. I'm a garbage man in a garbage truck. It had a really cool beat. I really liked it. Anyway, I thought it was cool. Um, the costumes were really cute. So of course they weren't dressed up like trash, garbage, whatever. Um, they were really cute and they even danced with props using, so I basically used these large garbage, garbage bags. So it looked like garbage was in it, but I think we had like a bean bag in it. Um, but it looked really cool. So we did like some tricks on it or sat on it and did some, uh, really cool moves. Um, there were other times too, where we actually had garbage in that routine, like clean garbage, obviously, uh, <laughs> that we used during the routine while dancing. So who would have thought, you know, it's important though, if you do decide to use props to actually use them in the routine, I really hate to see props brought on stage, uh, like maybe at the beginning and then they set it down and then they're never used for the whole routine. So, um, that's kind of my, one of my pet peeves, especially as a judge. Um, if you're going to make the effort of getting props for a routine, use them, dance around it. If it's big or hold it or toss it or roll it, whatever you do, just use it enough that it makes sense to even have a prop in the routine. Props can be used at all ages. So don't think they can only be for older people or, you know, only for little people, whatever, you know, they can be used at any age as long as they're, you know, appropriate. So it's a good idea to actually use the props in class whenever you can, so they can get used to using props. So, you know, otherwise not practicing with a prop all year and then, you know, giving them props for the, for the recital dance, it might not be the best idea. <laughs> um, so try to practice during class, like have maybe once a month or whatever you want to do 
have prop day. Um, and yeah, I'll use props like going across the floor or maybe in a routine during class. But, you know, the more they have experience with it, then the better they'll be on stage. Um, you know, I just love props and I've used props with all ages. I love inflatables. There's so many you can use. I have used an inflatable hammer for a construction worker theme. Um, and we even used caution tape that we incorporated in the routine. I really thought that was fun. Um, I've used fake snowballs. Basically the recital theme was Florida. Um, and so like, yeah, things you can do in Florida or see in Florida. So I actually chose a city in Florida, which was Christmas, Florida. There's actually a city called Christmas in Florida. Anyway. Um, and so that's why I use snowballs and we did a dance routine to a Christmas song. Um, and the costumes were, you know, red and white, really pretty. But um, I've also used swords, lightsabers, giant Legos. Um, again, a million uh, inflatables. <laughs> Everything can come in an inflatable. So, yeah. Um, I once used our large acro cheese mat. Um, I basically had it decorated like a book. So we opened the book, opened the mat, and then we did tricks down the cheese mat. So it looked like you're dancing down the book and pretended to read the book throughout the dance. So, you know, I just get excited to use props. It just, it, I don't know, it just, to me, it adds so much more fun to, a, to the routine if you use it properly. So definitely helps when you have, um, it, well, yeah, it definitely helps when you have like a million and dance, a million and one dance routines that you're creating. Um, you know, sometimes it's nice to break it up with props. And obviously props aren't necessary. You can have a wonderful dance and not need a prop, but it can definitely make routines more fun. So I recommend props. <laughs> Another task that you prepare for um, when you're planning a recital is, of course, costumes. Most studios I have worked for have costumes already picked out and ordered by January. Um, make sure to pick out age-appropriate costumes for your kiddos. And you don't want to order them too early because kids grow. So try to order them as late as you can, but not late where, you know, if you have any problems with costumes, you want to be able to send them back if there's any issues and you want to make sure that they deliver them in time. Anyway. Uh, yeah. So keep in mind, how will this costume look on everyone? So yeah, this can be a hard task, but you know, if you need help, get help. I wish there was a way though to recycle costumes or, uh, and maybe some of you do. I know there are some rental services. Um, yeah, some studios hand make them, uh, hand make the costumes and some may use a variety, but it really does get expensive. And then of course, as a parent, you end up saving all these costumes. You got like a million costumes and you don't really do anything with them besides keep them in a box up in the attic <laughs> or somewhere in your closet. I have saved some, but you know, I think about what I did with all my costumes that my mom saved for me. And I think we saved like a couple. And all I did was take a picture of my daughter in one of my costumes that I wore. And, and after that, yeah, we just got rid of it. So I'm like, do I really want to hang on to all these costumes to take a picture? I don't know. Anyway, I don't really like hanging on to things. And, and if you do, you go ahead and you do you. Uh, just be open to new ideas, I think, for, you know, for those who are spending so much in costumes each year. It would be great if, you know, 
yeah, maybe donate them back to the studio and then they can reuse them for other, other events. Anyway. Um, yeah. So some studios do an annual recital at the end of the year. Some studios do two. Uh, whatever format you choose, try to provide opportunities for the dancers to use their costumes more than just one time, whether it's for the local holiday parade that maybe you have in town or for your traveling team. Maybe you are traveling around um, doing community service parades. It's definitely fun wearing new costumes. But again, from a parent's perspective, I just really hate spending so much money on a costume and only wearing it one time. So try to, whatever you can do where they can wear it multiple times, do it. Cause then at least they feel like, Oh, okay. I got my money's worth. <laughs> Every studio is obviously run differently, of course, and has different attributes. So whatever you do, do what's best for you and your clients. Do what makes sense. If you get stressed at all planning recitals, have someone help you, whether it's your teachers or maybe even your parents or students or fellow, maybe other owners, you know, out there. I'm a fellow teacher and I love helping others because it's just in my nature. I like to help others. So I don't feel it, feel it as being competing at all. Anyway, um, I'm sure there's someone out there that would love to help. So if you need help, ask for it. Recitals are so important and there are so many benefits to having a recital, uh, especially a professional looking recital or multiple performances around town throughout the year or local events or, you know, for your community service events that you might do around town. Recitals give a sense of accomplishment. It teaches them how to work towards a goal and achieving that goal. It can be such a wonderful feeling to be up on stage performing in front of the audience. Performing on stage builds confidence. Dancing together builds teamwork. Recitals create lifelong memories. It improves social skills. Recitals also help build muscle memory and it builds work ethics. So uh, I'm sure most of you do at least one recital. If you don't, definitely do a recital. It's, it's very beneficial. <laughs> Overall, recitals should be fun. If they aren't having fun or the recital is just too stressful, then this can turn off the dancer or the dance parent to not want to continue. As much as recitals can make us stressed out, keep calm and have fun. If you are someone that needs help with recital ideas or prop ideas, just go to my website, deannaclover.com. That's D-E-A-N-N-A-C-L-O-V-E-R.com and message me or follow me and message me on social media. I love coming up with ideas for recitals, especially different ideas that nobody's ever done. I also have a free prop list if you are burned out or need some ideas. Just again, go to my website and just click on free resources. I look forward to hearing about your recital plans or your tips and tricks for easy and stress-free recital planning. You can go to my Facebook page and talk with other like-minded teachers. Well, you guys, thank you for listening and that's it for now. Bye guys. Thanks for listening to Clover's Virtual Dance Studio Podcast. Please don't forget to like and subscribe and be sure to join us on social media, including YouTube, TikTok, and more. Thanks again and keep on dancing.